Hello and welcome back to the Apprentice One to One podcast. It's me, Mark, and I'm with Matthew and Nathan in our new studio location. So we just set something up in the booths. We're testing out the microphones to see how this works and just see how the different audio plays out. Before we get into it, I want to thank our sponsors. That's Klein Tools, Superrod, TIS, Schneider Electric, Conrad Energy, Proteus, M2 and Centaur Electrical. And that is um, helping us out with the academy here and doing some bits and pieces with the training providers and colleges as well around the UK. So thank you very much for that support. But we're going to get in and give Matthew and Nathan a bit of a, a grilling as to how they're getting on in the course of Nathan's apprenticeship. So first up, we'll start with you, Matthew. How have you found mentoring Nathan as an apprentice? Um, I don't know, really. You don't just know, try, really? Just trying to copy how you taught me. Okay, well, that's maybe the worst place to begin. So have you found it a challenge being in charge of somebody else? Because you are effectively Nathan's master now. Um, just finding the ways to try and explain it to him to make it make sense. Yeah, that's the hard battle. So when you're supervising somebody, you learn it in your own way, but it's not necessarily the exact way the college would teach you how to do it and stuff. You mean you've been teaching him all the shady ways to be an electrician? Shady, but what kind of things do you have to keep in mind then when you are out on site and it's not just yourselves? Because before you would have had me or someone else telling you what you need to be doing. So I guess when you've got Nathan there, you've got his safety and <coughs> your responsibility as well. Well, I guess before Nathan and I was out on my own, I just had to worry about killing myself, but now I've got to make sure he's staying safe. Yeah, so keep him alive. Um, is it better to be in charge or under somebody else's instruction, would you say? What did you prefer, being in charge of a little minion, or do you prefer being somebody's minion? Too many questions, it's too challenging for him, Nathan. How many times has Matthew had a tool in his pocket that he's asked you to go and find for him? Probably like five times every job, really. Every job? Probably something like that. (laughs) So how is your apprenticeship going? Are you enjoying working with Matthew? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying it, it's good. Yeah, okay. So how are you finding being uh, Matthew's apprentice? Do you get bossed around lots or is he quite good? I don't, not really. Do I get bossed around? Yeah, and what about Matthew as a mentor? Does he seem like he's pretty good at his job? I think so, yeah. You think he's alright? Yeah. How's that work then with you both on site? Are you letting Nathan do some of the bits and pieces, Matthew, so he's busy? Yeah, I tend to try and let him do a lot of the job. So you've been doing a a PIV this morning, so a positive input ventilation unit. And did you let Nathan crack on with it, or have you just been stood watching him there? How does that work? Um, I did it too, though. Most yeah, of it. You did most of it. It was a, an old lath and plaster ceiling, so I made sure that I cut the hall out while showing Nathan how to do it, because you only really get one shot of doing it. <laughs> it's a big hole. Any, anything else can be fixed and sorted out. Yeah, that's true, so... I let, I let him do all of the electrical connections and then check them over afterwards and we tested it. That basically mean you were up in the loft, Nathan? Yeah, it was a really like, small little... Yeah. So. I was in the loft last time. 
and in terms of doing the electrical stuff then I assume you checked it afterwards Matthew and gave it a test to make sure it had been done properly yeah did you find anything wrong with it uh, there's nothing wrong with it some of the other ones in the house itself could have done <laughs> some always. attention but always the stuff thing, that we it? did was top notch obviously yeah that's always the case when you go and retrofit something into someone's own the existing wiring is not always the best so when you were up in the loft Nathan what sort of safety things do you need to think about aside from not to fall through it because for those people who've watched some of the earlier videos you'll see that Nathan's the prime suspect for going through the little meeting room ceiling over there that we built so how would you make sure you don't fall through a customer's ceiling and what other safety things do you need to think about? Um, always like stunt the sides <laughs> oh good this kind of thing um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, it's done on joists. <laughs> Is it that funny? I guess you need oh, to be making he's sure. He's just thinking about falling through the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> oh, stand on joists and like, wear a mask and that and gloves and um, eyes, safety spectacles. Yeah, that's true. So you got your pinky and PPE. This is very true. Um, so Matthew, in terms of. Nathan and his work output on site, the feedback I get from both of you is pretty decent. Is he good with the customers? Um, yeah, when he's making conversation with them, I guess. I usually tend to deal with them. He's not trying to get the phone numbers on every job? No, not anymore. Not anymore. Well, it is true, it's true. the good customer feedback coming in about your birth is always really good, so that's, that's brilliant. Obviously, I'm responsible for you both at the end of the day so I need to make sure that that's been done right and I've got the confidence that your work's been done to a good standard even if a lot of my tools do still disappear from time to time. So how is it going at college Nathan, what's it like there, have they got a reasonable setup? Good, yeah. We've had a it's message right. actually from, is it Stuart, Simon, at your college wanting to come and yeah. see us again. So they're wanting to come out and have a, have a look through you and I know when Matthew was doing his we saw someone about once maybe twice in three years so the fact you've had someone out a few times now is pretty good and I get um, last time they were either telling you to start your portfolio wasn't they and your aim too yeah have you started it yet uh, I was thinking pictures yeah yeah getting a lot more I already had them but I've been getting more recently it's the time to start doing it now so you're in your second year aren't you so I would say from the summer onwards you're going to be starting to fill it in more formally so you need to be getting on with it. Matthew, what do you think of the domestic electrician apprenticeship? Have you read and seen any content I've shared on that? Are you oblivious mm, to it? I've seen little bits of it. Is it, you do a three year apprenticeship where it comes just domestic. And yeah. then it's like an add on year for commercial. And it's more focused on um, EV, solar, and battery elements in a domestic environment but it's limited to single <coughs> phase so yeah. do you think that's a, a good thing or not based on mm. my kind of thought is there's a lot of domestic employers out there who can't give their apprentices the full range of experience they need to do the portfolio and Nathan's lucky because he's going to get that opportunity but this is a way for them to have a, an option to to do their study mm, I think it makes sense as long as it's defined yeah so what do you think about them all getting gold cards? Mm, I guess just for the bit that they're trained in and competent in themselves and they're not going to go off 
do work that they're not confident carrying out. Yeah. And making mistakes and kind of call it like a silver card or something. But it's not. It is kind of in a way going to be that, but the approved standard among trades at level three is a gold card. It's not just in the electrical industry. So it's in like chippies have them, plumbers have them, we've got them. It's just the gold card. This is going to say domestic electrician on it. And you're supposed to check those cards when people go on sites. The worry is someone's going to rock up to a commercial workplace with a domestic gold card and people will just see the gold bit and, and wave them in. So it doesn't need to have to be that gatekeeping. So it sort of is a, a silver card if you like to see it as a little bit lesser. I'd say it's equivalent but different, but you know, however, you, however you see those things, I guess. That's where it's going with the solar and renewable side, but the first install dates for our solar stuff now, which you two are going to be doing. So we've got some scaffold going up at the end of March on a job. We've got a system on order, um, ready to go, and that's kind of where we're pushing towards. So we're going to have to do add-on training for that, because obviously none of us have done any training in solar battery storage. If you'd had an apprenticeship that was kind of based in and around that, you wouldn't have to do that subsequent training, so it ticks off that box. And I know the traditional apprenticeships, so the one that you're both doing, has been updated to include a little bit of that. But there's different... I don't know the actual terminology we use for it, but it's like an awareness of it, actually doing it, and then doing the theory and the doing it. And the domestic one does all of that, whereas the traditional one I just kind of think outlines what it is rather than specifically teaches it. So that's one of the, the differences. But are you looking forward to getting up on a roof? Yeah. Yeah, as long, as long as it doesn't rain. As long as it now we won't be working in the rain on roofs anyway, you're not allowed to, so for recording purposes and for the truth, we really won't be on roofs while it's wet. Nathan can lift the solar panels as well because he's been to the gym. Yeah, Nathan's beefed up so he can be the, the lifter. But now we've got the, the scaffold booked, that's ready to go. We're going to go for the side arrest because when we went to work with Stuart, we had a bit of experience with that as well. We need to get sorted with a winching system to get the panels up there, otherwise, Nathan will be manhandling them up the ladders one handed with a couple of solar panels under his arm each time. Maybe getting told off for smashing them. Yeah, that's it. But that's the way it's going, we're getting a lot of inquiries now, so every customer who's getting in touch, whether they want an EV charge point or a rewire, they're starting to ask about solar and battery storage, so we're going to be doing a lot more of that. We're going to put it on our house as well, so we'll be able to do that. First delivery should be coming middle of March, and then we're, we're good to go. So. Are you going to put yourself forward for any of these courses, Nathan? The solar ones? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do it. I like so. Well, we've got someone else who's coming into work with us at Apprentice One to One soon in a sponsored capacity, and they're maybe going to look at giving us some training. So maybe get you both sent off on, on one of those to get a bit of footage as well from their facility and share that on the, on the channel because there's not a great deal of. Well, there is. There's a lot of training with solar and battery storage, but it's a bit opaque as to what meets MCS, what doesn't, so it's just to try and share a bit of awareness around that as well. We are getting a, a solar roof in here, so where we are now we're going to put a little staged roof up, probably across these two booths. Dan from DMH, keep mentioning it, but I am going to speak to him to get that formalised and arranged, where we're going to stick maybe three or four solar panels up, a little battery storage unit just behind you two, and an inverter as well, so we can maybe give some other people a bit of experience on how it all works. Um, rather than a formal training thing, it's just often knowing how it bolts together, isn't it? Because that was the thing I found most weird on that roof with Stuart, figuring out how you get the tiles off in the right place, where you need to grind them out, how to fasten the hooks down, and then securing <coughs> the 
panels themselves, the wiring of them is pretty basic, isn't it? It's just plug and play. So. Yeah. Hopefully that's not not too challenging for us. So do you think there's value in doing the MBQ and AM2, Matthew? Has it been valuable to you since you've finished? Because there is discussion in industry that they're actually meaningless. I wouldn't say it's meaningless because it proves that you are competent at the end of your studies. It proves that you actually learned what you should have done. Exactly. There's like a benchmark to it, isn't there, really? I guess they could do more tests on the way, but then it would be internal to your college, probably, and there's ways that it could people could slip through it I guess. Yeah and Nathan are you looking forward to the day you're fully qualified having done your MBQ and AM2? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. I'll get the peer rise request within hours of you finishing your AM2. You probably before you drive home what yeah, do I get paid now I'm a qualified electrician the second you've finished your AM2? Yeah. Do right as well. Do right as well. So whether you get the gold card or not is here or there. Obviously, I've got one. You've got one, haven't you, Matthew? But mm -hmm. as long as you've got the qualifications to attain one, <coughs> that's the that's the important bit. So I think we've got enough audio there to practice with our little podcasting crowding area. Probably not going to release this, but we can at least say we've give it a go, and I can mess about with the audio and see how it all strings together. If it does go out, thank you very much for watching. If you've got any questions and you want to hassle Matthew and Nathan, they are on Instagram. It's 230 volt Nate, is it ish? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, 230 volts Nate. Matthew is Matty Electrical, something or other. I'll pop it in the description if we actually release them. They never really share any content anyway, I just tag them in posts. Actually, I think Nathan shared some of the other day, did you? Yeah, it was that easy mold job. I don't really upload it very often. Clock Tower one. The Clock Tower, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're going to do that as well soon, so we can get some footage of that. We're actually testing some lights out at the minute so we can. Um, show you those out on site too but yeah until the next time get involved in the comments drop them in below if you've got any and we will see you on the next one and then i'm just going to add in some gunshots just to see if this all comes out or not stick some applause in see if my little sound card worked it didn't matter if you were bursting into laughter Nathan. Because I'm not going to bloody release it. I just want to get like half. No, no, I just no, I'm not good. Footage, <laughs> so I can test it. I used to be like playing school. If I had to do like a presentation, if I just start laughing. Yeah. <sighs> it was like the pressure of you're not allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed <laughs> to what? Randomly start laughing as if I'll do it. <laughs> so you don't think you can laugh in a podcast? Gosh, you can laugh in a podcast. You do what no, you like. I don't know, just stuff like that, like presentations and interviews or podcasts and stuff, <clears> I just start laughing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's very politically incorrect, Matthew. Dear me. It's a good job. That won't be going out. Yeah, it's a good job it's not live.